further up and further in. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey Amy, we should just keep on pushing buttons in this podcast, don't you think? 100%. It's fun and then it's also like, but I'm no expert, what do I know? So let's just have a conversation with our listeners today. Exactly. About what the heck do we do with all the rules and regulations and the law of the land and when are we supposed to protest things and are we giving our freedoms away and I think my blood pressure just went up three notches right now oh yeah yep yeah this is a good topic right it's It's, an important one right and our our podcast is all about going further up and further in and this is something that is like a hot topic nowadays. And it's kind of unavoidable. It really is. By avoiding it, you're actually picking something. Yep. So? And so we're just going to rumble with a lot of things. I just kind of feel like this. a lot of these conversations that are coming up today are really going to be like, man, we need to be thinking about this. What about a lot of encouraging to really bite in and wrestle with yes. the things. This is definitely one where our listeners, as well as us, because you and I have had some rumbly conversations with this. It's just like, we're going to, we need to be fully persuaded Mm -hmm. and we need to walk in love. Yep. So easier said than done, except that it's actually so doable. Easy things are not always, no, simple things aren't always easy. Yes. Simple things aren't always easy, but this is really, 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 really important. It is. So when do we bathe the law? And when don't we obey the law, Amy? Well, scripture clearly says that we need to submit and respect authorities for the Lord's sake, that we need to obey them because God has put them in place and it is not contradicted anywhere else. What? Where's our Where's our BS button? <laughs> I mean, scripture does say I that. I was just going to say, like, that was half and I, half. I know, right? The sneakiest Scr- BS I know, is half and right? half. It's just like Satan's BS, Amy. He I puts know. enough truth in there that we believe it. I know, right? But I it, think that's what some people are doing. So, good example. Because it actually does yeah. say that. Romans 13, beginning of the chapter. Yep. First Peter 2. Okay. So, we got a couple of places. It says, obey. Yep. Yeah. But the part that was false is yes. that it's not contradicted in scripture anywhere. Right. Because it is. It is. Peter says in Acts where he's doing this great exposition, he says, we must always obey God rather than man. And then he's the same guy in First Peter that is like respect and submit to authorities because God has put him there and it's for God's sake. So what? It, I think it turns out that if it's a matter of our convenience and preference. Oh. Oh, no. We might need to obey the law. Yeah. Or if we think it's something worth fighting for, which we... There are things that are worth fighting for. Um, We need to use due process. Yeah. Which we have in this country. Mm -hmm. I actually emailed some of my government leaders last weekend. It was just on my mind so much as I was rumbling and chewing and feeling unsettled and actually feeling afraid of of things they might choose to instate. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, you live in a democracy, you've given this specific privilege and freedom to do Mm -hmm. this. This is part of democratic process uh, and you haven't done it yet. Yeah. I've filled out thinking, I've filled out a lot of surveys. Normally I'm just like, I don't care. But 
in this time, I filled out ones about education. I filled out a massive amount of victim services because I'm involved in the mm-hmm. victim service program here where we live. I filled out ones about different, you know, mask procedures. I've filled out an awful lot because it's like, you know what? Yeah. People are asking because they want to hear. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I think it's important that I share. So we have a voice that God has given us a voice. And he says, speak up for the oppressed. He says, yeah. like, this is also scripture. So what ha- this is just a sidetrack. I can just tell you're going to throw me a curveball right? right now. What happens if we've decided that the oppressed is us? Oh, this is good, Amy. Right? This is a conversation me and my husband had the other day where we were talking like, no, we need to fight for the oppressed. And and his point, you know, not as a, you know, just a throw was like on behalf of others or ourselves. Mm. It was just one of those questions because mm-hmm. from his point of view, it's like what I understood him to say. Maybe I misunderstood. We, I, we keep trying to get him on clarify. here. We'll just keep on misquoting him until I know, he agrees exactly. to come on the podcast. Right. Was he was saying, oh, yeah, if someone else is, mm-hmm. fight for them. Mm-hmm. But Jesus clearly says we're going to suffer for his namesake. And so if we feel like we're the ones being oppressed, are we still supposed to fight against that or recognize that we're suffering because of Jesus? Well, I don't know. Well, Mr. C, I would say <laughs> he's not here to argue with me. Nope, he's it's really true. smart and philosophical, so he can talk circles around me some days. Oh, yeah. But he's not here. You know, if you as a part of a people group are oppressed, speaking up is actually going to help all the people in mm. the people group. So... I get his point and yeah it was just one of those as thoughts much of, as oh. I have felt oppressed and like the victim of some things I'm not the one in seven billion that's the only person it's true and and that's what he also I mean we're going all over the place but that's what he also brought up yeah. is is a little bit of when are we standing up and, and fighting like we're using our voice mm-hmm. and when are we buying into we're the victim poor us people are doing things to us in a victim mentality yeah so again, just throwing questions out there, left, right, and center. They're such good questions. So I do think that in the world of North America, for sure, in this year 2020 and in the years leading up to this, there has become a real prevalence of a victim mentality mm. of being oppressed. Yeah. So there is a thing that's a yep. yucky thing. Yeah. It, that does never make me, my, doesn't make me feel good. And mm-hmm. it never seems to lead to freedom. It seems to lead to banding together of other like oppressed people to have very loud victim sessions that make everybody else go, ooh. Yeah. And, and it turns can sound in... good, like they're fighting for freedom. But what I notice is it usually turns into more bondage. Yeah. And so that we can just acknowledge, hey, that's something to consider as we're protesting and wondering and where do we fight for stuff and, and, and. Mm-hmm. I think another thing in that, Amy, is that we need to know where we're called to. Mm. What arena of influence. Yep. You know, you are working in the church now. You have a space and a platform there where you are taking great cautious care Mm -hmm. on how you lead people. Mm -hmm. I get like, wow, overwhelmed someday. Somebody has to do something about this. And I think, what is my assignment right now? God has actually given me this writing assignment and I'm working on it and it's going to release freedom to people. Mm -hmm. I pray a lot for people that I know are in strategic positions to influence the government Mm. and to influence these decisions. So that's actually powerful. I've joked about it and been serious about it before. 
that we should be praying about these things. For sure. But at some point, the rubber meets the road. Yeah. Where we actually have to make decisions. And Lord knows, unless you're living under a rock, you've heard about the mask issue. Mm -hmm. And so it makes a good, somewhat simpler one than some discussions, I think. Mm -hmm. Do we wear a mask or don't we wear a mask? Mm -hmm. I have sinus issues. I hate wearing my mask. And I regularly see all the people that are saying, it's not true. Nurses and doctors wear masks all day. And I have nurse and doctor friends who do wear masks all day. And they are unquestionably superheroes. I still can't breathe all Mm -hmm. night long after I wear a mask all day. So whatever. I'm still wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. It's the law right now. I don't have a legal out to not wear one. Yeah. So I'm going out less anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in general. And when you gotta, you gotta. Yeah. And I actually really focused then on the resurrection life that I carry. Mm, Yeah. I, I was having this discussion with a friend I have who I adore. She is... A friend that we have shared life together for more than 20 years. Mm. Um, we pray together regularly. We both love Jesus passionately. She sees wearing a mask as like a huge violation and infringement on her rights and freedoms. And she's serious about it. Mm-hmm. And she has well thought out reasons. And so I was like, man, it was an, it was an uncomfortable conversation because it was one of those ones where it's like, well, to be silent wouldn't be... Um, authentic Mm. and just smile and nod Mm -hmm. but like can we rumble with this and still remain connected yeah and that's hard it's hard it's hard yeah and so part of her thing was i can't wear a mask because you know covering up the image and likeness of god that i was created with and also letting go of freedoms that could then just lead to more erosion Mm -hmm. of freedoms which i think people are on to something there Mm. we have to be paying attention this is no time to have your head in the sand at the same time i was just like oh my goodness Like, at the end of the day, what is my greatest assignment? Mm. Whether this is or isn't an infringement on my freedom, there's people working on that that seem gifted for it. Yeah. So I can acknowledge it. I see it. I feel the tension of it. I don't think people are stupid. Mm -hmm. On either side, I'm listening to them all. But at the end of the day, my assignment today has been to carry the life of Jesus Christ into the world. Yeah. And I almost feel more passionate about it right now Mm -hmm. because I can see how heavy and dark and sad people are. And I'm just like, okay, I've got hope in me. It's my assignment to go carry it. Mm -hmm. And so the argument that this mask is going to limit that, it doesn't carry any weight for me. Mm -hmm. The resurrection life of Jesus Christ, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, so defeated death, is inside of me. And no mask can keep that down. Yeah. I can obey the law and carry out my kingdom assignment. Mm-hmm. And I think right there is is such an important um, thing to consider. Is, as we're looking at these things, you know, laws, our own personal convictions, where we want to go. Preferences. Preferences. I think one of the first things we should be asking ourselves is, can we, f- can we follow the law mm-hmm. and continue to... F- to fulfill the call God has us. Right. Because if we can. Then we better. Then we better. Even if it's inconvenient. Right. Because that's, that's what Romans 13 uh, is saying. Exactly. But as soon as they're now. Right. Okay. I actually can't follow the law and fulfill what God has called me to. Or what I feel like God is telling me to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now we obey God rather than man. Yeah. But man, I know for myself as these, um, you know, new new lockdowns and and what are we doing with them? There's like hardly any cases where we're at, right? So yeah. in my head, I'm like... It's not even logical to do th- this. This wouldn't even make a difference. We're not spreading anything. So then to not gather, we're still not spreading anything, right? Well, I re- Sure. 
It is actually common sense, which carries some weight in the universe. Right? But for me, it really was. Uh, okay, yep, common sense. I think this really won't make much of a difference in our area for different lockdowns. Masks, I'm not sure. I'm not utterly convinced on the super effectiveness or not of them. Not with the amount that people play with them with their hands oh, that have not been exactly, washed. But right? anyway. <laughs> but for me, it really came down to, okay, you choosing not to follow these because you simply don't like them and it makes your life inconvenient, you're actually making that choice out of rebellion and pride. Right? I'm not making I I'm not making the choice out of like, no, I feel like that at a this is so important. Conviction. God like not a conviction. It's like I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I think it's ridiculous that we have to do that. Yeah. So. Which then <laughs> Romans 13 and 1 Peter 2. Actually apply. Actually super apply. And is like, uh, no, this is for Jesus. Yeah. If you're just doing stuff because you, the inconvenience of something. Yeah. That's an opportunity to maybe spend some time asking Jesus. Okay. What, what's going on here? And I Where do you say- want me to go? My conviction is mm-hmm. that, you know, whether we're going to just pick on masks because it's easy, yeah. whether this is an infringement on my charter of rights and freedoms here in Canada or the constitution in the States, whatever, whether that is or isn't, that is still a human law and institution that we hope mm-hmm. was based on godly principles. And this rebellion thing you're talking about is actually spiritual. Yep. Decreed from God himself, started in the garden of Eden, mm-hmm. broke open sin and brokenness and shame so if you're going to pick a battle to fight yeah you might want to pick the one that carries the greater spiritual weight yeah really Mm -hmm. because laws have come and laws have gone kingdoms have risen and kingdoms have fallen plagues have come and plagues have gone but the kingdom of god that we're called to is actually so profoundly Mm -hmm. powerful and serious that if we can just unpack this in our rumblings with it what we're saying is there is a higher law. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that higher law might mean that you break an earthly law. Yep. But the higher law also says if you break an earthly law when God hasn't said to, you have an actually bigger problem on your hands. Ah, uh, yeah. And the seeds that you sow from that are contaminating everyone you're an influence mm. with. Your oh, family, your uh, community. That's so good. That's such, I mean, really terrible. But also <laughs> just, the way, just the way you described it so good is if we're doing actions... That are breaking the law yeah. that aren't because God has called us to that. We're actually not sowing the freedom that we think we maybe are. Right. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Amy's having some moments here. Well, I mean, that just, it, it, it's not just, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Now we're putting in perspective of like, this is actually an eternal spiritual thing. This is an authority thing. This actually has far more widely impacted impact than yep. the next three weeks. That's right. Oof. Yeah. So as I have, I avidly pay attention to things all over the world, but especially North America. I have friends and relatives in the United States. We live in Canada. Um, different, not every province has the same laws. I'm really paying attention and wrestling with a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I have been talking about this a lot. Now he's American and I'm Canadian. So right in our house, we have a visual of two ditches Mm. that it seems like culturally, which would be accentuated by personality. Hear me loud and clear because he and I are, you know, that glorious opposites attract and drive each other crazy (laughs) in the best possible way. Yep. You know, he's got this American fierceness that I see as American that's just like fighting for my rights. 
that can easily go into that ditch of rebellion that you were talking yeah. about. And he's super aware of that. So these are the conversations we've been having. I am so Canadian, peacekeeping, peace at all costs, that I'm just like, let's just do whatever they say and not make any waves. Mm. And so we have the two ditches, two like ditches. right here in our house. And man, I'm so thankful actually for the ways we've been able to talk these things out. A, we're isolated from other people. And B, we both bring a very different perspective, but we're both really longing to do the right thing. And I think that is so key, is is our motivation yeah. of what are what is it, what is driving us? Yeah. So as we've looked at different states and different provinces doing different things, and I was like, man, if it came down to that, where would I stand mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. And how would I know I was doing the right thing? Because when you listen, people can argue both ways and sound really godly and can whip out verses and do all kinds of stuff. And is there one right way? Uh-oh. What if there is an Amy? That is a tension that's just giving me a headache when you said it. I know, right? Because it's like, no, there. Yeah. Oh, my brain works the same way. No, yeah. there has to be one right way yeah. and one wrong way for everyone. <laughs> and I think where I've kind of come is that if I have rumbled through this, like to the point where I feel like I'm having a crisis of conscience, mm-hmm. it's kind of a good indicator right there. Yeah. If I'm coming to this either lightly or belligerently, uh, I may not have done due diligence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so in my example with the friend with the mask, I would say that both of us feel like we have done due diligence on this issue. Mm-hmm. And where we ended that conversation, because I just like, yeah, our listeners know, like, there's nothing worse than me that for me than a breach in a relationship. I would rather, you know, be wrong and connected or something not yeah. healthy. Like, how do you hold the tension of both of them, right? <laughs> And I was like, it just comes down to a Romans 14 issue for me. Yeah. And in Romans 14, the Apostle Paul addresses the fact that within the church, there were people that were fiercely persuaded of two opposite things. Now, mm-hmm. these are not culturally relevant things for us. They were, it was about whether food, we should eat food offered to idols. And some of the people in the church were like, no, it's been offered to an idol. And the other people are like, the idols are useless, dumb pieces of wood. doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And Paul's like, man, you got to know, be persuaded. Yeah. Because if you're not persuaded, so do the hard work of rumbling with it. That's exactly right. You're not living in faith. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, faith is actually really a big deal. And then he's just like, and above all else, love each other. Mm. And we can take that to a wishy-washy, I won't take a stand because I just love everybody. BS. Where's the BS meter again? Yeah. Like that's a cop out. Be fully persuaded. But once you are persuaded, still live in love. Yep. Live in love. And And we... That is, that's a hard place, especially when it's like, when you're fully persuaded that mm-hmm. your way is the way mm-hmm. it should go. How do we do that? Oof. Yeah. So in verse 12, it says, each of us will give in a personal account to God. Ooh. Okay. So mm-hmm. there you go. So let's stop condemning each other. Okay. Uh, let's think about before we post anything again. Yep. Stop condemning each other. Who are we saying sucks? Yeah. <laughs> Decide instead to live in such a way you will not cause another believer to stumble and fall. Mm-hmm. So this isn't peace at all costs, but it's honoring differences. Yeah. I really pull this verse out when it comes to whether we should drink alcohol or not as believers. Yep. So people that think they're okay to, don't do it in front of people who don't. Mm-hmm. Just love them. Yeah. They matter more than your glass of wine. And there's a, I think it, it might be further on in that, where it's like, if you if you do something that you feel is wrong, that your conscience is telling mm-hmm. you is wrong, and you do it anyways then you have actually sinned. Yeah, whether it was a sin or not. Whether it was a sin or not. Mm-hmm. Right? And I just, I remember years ago when I was in university, a, a, a sermon was all about what's what's the difference between sin issues that are just like 
anyone who's doing this, it's a sin. And the conscience issue, issues where it's like, if you're doing this and yeah. your conscience says not to, then you're sinning. Yeah. But if I'm doing it, but my conscience says it's okay, that I'm not sinning. As long as it's not also against God's word. Yes. As yeah. long as it's not the like. Because we've got a whole lot yes. of those running around out there. My yes, truth that is. is a, that is a very good <laughs> clarification. Clarification. My truth is that sleeping around is fun. Therefore, it's from God. Yeah. No. <laughs> right? Like Wait, it's. Rabbit trails. Right? Mm-hmm. There is there is certain things that it's like, man, if I do something and it's going against what I know God is asking right. me to do. Yeah. So as we rumble with current issues, my friend and I, the mask friend, bless her. <laughs> I love her so much, the mask friend. So that is like one of her things is we let go of these freedoms and then it comes to mandatory vaccinations. And uh, that's just another whole can of worms. Oh, yeah. But I just said, you know, when it comes down to that, if it ever does, I guarantee you Christians are going to pull out two verses. Mm -hmm. One of them's going to say, you obey the law of the land. And another one's going to say, but Mark 16 says, I can drink any evil and it won't poison me so I can take the vaccine. It won't hurt. Who's right? Yeah. So many, there are things in our natural life experience under our natural governments and laws that are going to come down to, you have to be fully persuaded. Mm -hmm. And that's uncomfortable for me as a piece at all costs and get along with everybody. I don't want to be at odds with anyone else. Oh yeah. Because it's much nicer to think like, man, if we're all following Jesus, we will all think the same. Yeah. So in Romans 14, this chapter that I love to pull out because it's just, it's classic and it's timeless, different issues. But man, here we are, brothers and sisters, body of believers, and even in the church, there's so much division right now Mm -hmm. and hurling of accusations and everything else. So the phrase that's in Romans 14 that gets me every time is that this person you're disagreeing with, it says, is someone for whom Christ died. Ooh, that changes it. It's not that person who is wrong. No, or disagreeing with me or making me uncomfortable by not affirming my ideas. Like, let's just name that for what it is. You're making me uncomfortable because you're not affirming my ideas and I'm taking that personally. Yeah. And I, this is just a side note that every person has value. Not every idea has value. Boom. That is also on behalf of my husband. Say it again. Every individual has value. Not every idea has value. And we have to separate those two things as we, we rumble with all we this We have to. Have to. Have. It's crucial. Yeah. So everybody's idea, some of them are ridiculous. Yeah. But the individual that's pontificating this yeah. ridiculous, in my opinion, idea is, quote, someone for whom yeah. Christ died. Mm-hmm. And Amy, that just moves something deep inside of me. Oh, yeah. It's like there is a humility and a fierceness bound up in that, that you are worth fighting for Mm -hmm. and that you are worth embracing and being in relationship with, even if I disagree with you. And also, honestly, a hunger in me that other people would remember that about me. Mm -hmm. If I'm someone for whom Christ died. Yeah. So I'm sorry I'm inconvenient and annoying and too much of this and not enough of that or whatever else, but would you remember, Mm -hmm. even though we disagree, that I'm someone for whom Christ died? Please don't erase me. Don't cancel me. Cancel me. me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. So we know that this has been hard. Like you and I have had different opinions on mm-hmm. some stuff and we're tight. Yeah. But that is part, the refreshing part of our relationship, mm-hmm. that we're a safe place to rumble with these things. And as our listeners, I, I picture different faces from people who get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. We are, are longing and our desire is that you would have heard this conversation and feel both peace and fierceness. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And we just bless you as you rumble through this. We bless you to know the presence of Jesus. 
to always be tapping into this higher authority and this greater assignment. And to remember that you too are someone for whom Christ died and that he's calling you further up and further in. Thank you.